time for Leather Podcast. Ross, on yeah. holiday, um, wearing a, a vest, looking red my as ever. Oh, man, I'm like a young lobster there. You having a good time, mate? I do. Aye, it's all right. Have you gone? Decent. The resort, decent. It's like a wee, it's got like a water park and stuff for the kids, and the food's pretty horrific, to be honest. You can't go off the resort. It's like pure downtown Mogadishu if you go off it. Like, it's fucking... Is it? Like, is, it is it called oh, prayer? Did they do that in that part? They just were doing it, they knew. They were right. just doing it, they knew. Um, it's loud as fuck, hey, it goes off all the time. How d- uh, but there's like packed... Taxi dogs and everything, eh? Just walking about like ten dogs. When I was in, uh, I was in Turkey getting my my hair fixed. Um, <laughs> fixed, you're it. <laughs> um, it was the same. Just packs of dogs, call to prayer. Um, aye, it's just know what we're used to, is it? That haircut split up this. No, that's good. <laughs> no, it's awful. <laughs> <laughs> but the resort's good. I can't knock the resort at all. It's decent. Ross, what but, you got uh, planned at three thirty? What's going on here? Ah, uh, they want to give, give that an extra ten minutes, so I'm going. To, uh, you're going to love this one. I'm going you. to the temple. The, aye, uh, going yeah. to the temple of Apollo, mate. Oh, that's great. Uh, aye, so they, it's like fucking two and a half thousand year old. It's quite but um, Alexander the Great came through here, found the temple all smashed up, and ordered it be rebuilt and stuff like that. So. Going to see that tonight. Once it's, it's too hot during the day to be going out and about at these type of things, eh? so it's 30 degrees, fucking kills me. So that's what I'm doing tonight. But has to in the leather podcast. Going with uh, the kids and the, your partner, yep. Going with the kids, uh, aye, aye. Family's all here. So going out tonight, try and get a bit of dinner somewhere. Like I say, the resort food is just catered to like Eastern Europeans and Turkish people, really. That's it. There's a few. I've seen a boy walking about in a Partick Thistle top. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen that in Scotland. I've never seen that at home. Never mind. It's your man, you do. That's, that's where they, they make the Partick Thistle tops. Cheap ones are It's nice to get away. Nice to get away, but I'm, I'm ready to come home now. Like. Are you due back next week, aren't you? No, I'm due back. I'll be back on Saturday morning. So the I'm home on Saturday morning. And then are you going to the, the MMA show at the weekend? Yep. Or Dale's show. Next, next yep. weekend. Next weekend. That's sorry. How is it you how is it you pronounce it? Castius. Castius. Celestus. Are you <laughs> I have no idea, mate. I, I could go that. You're cornering Chris, eh? Uh, Dale's here though now. <laughs> Yeah, he's, pick, oh, that, he? uh, he's, he's picking up the cage. He's getting uh, the cage. They had an exactly. issue with uh, transport of his cage getting here in time, so he's using the mm-hmm. the havoc cage. So mm-hmm. it's. Uh, I was matched up to fight. Uh, I was matched up to fight there once on Forza. It's all systems go down here at G Four Studio. I know. It's, it's, uh, <laughs> it was a busy old day. What? We've got, what uh, have you been doing? Well, we've got ESPN or following us about um, for the next three days, doing like a wee kind of like into the my life kind of thing. Rags to riches. Rags to riches. We use golf I've so then uh, last night they came last yesterday. We did some wrestling in the morning at higher level. Then did some conditioning with Adam in the afternoon, and then any kickboxing home. And then they were at the door. At uh, eight o'clock this morning, doing, um, getting, watching me get ready for prepping my meal, running, sauna. Then I met up with Chris and we played some golf, um, fake golf. I beat him. 
Yeah. Aye. First hole. First hole. <laughs> big man steps how, up with a with a boomstick. How many boys you lost? I lost my first ball. I absolutely creamed it, right? <laughs> creamed it, it to where I normally would hit my ball. Perfect shot. And um Home field advantage it. and all, Airdrie, you know what I mean? Could not find it. I was going to say, Chris's first is that shot. Of course, you're familiar with it. Aye, Chris's first shot absolutely toughs it, bump. <laughs> Every time, man. Um, but then after that, it was, it, was, it was all right. We only managed to get a couple of holes, and then we went and done the cold dip up at um, the Clackner Campsie. And then now we're, we're, we're oh, back. Oh, thanks, sir. Aye, it was. It was. Um, it was. It was cold today. I was <laughs> before I went in. I was like to the guys. I was like, Aye, I'll, I'll jump in. Do a wee swim about. Go underneath the waterfall. And then as I get closer to the waterfall, it was just too. It was like because of the rain the last couple of weeks or the last couple of days. It was like if I don't under it, I'd end up with brain damage, man. It was just coming down so heavy, <laughs> and I was like, um, I don't think I'm going to go in there. And like, see when I, I jumped in and uh, done like a wee swim, the actual the con was actually like pushing me away for the for the waterfall so it's just it, it was um i was it was good um and then we came there the, get, get changed in the camp. weather's been mental uh, weather's been mental there eh, for a few days now i know and um, we, had, we had flood warnings at the start of the week um or the end of last week i think sterling got hit pretty bad um so it's just all the water running off the hills and then it's obviously coming into that 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 pool so the the, the it was it was raging on hi <laughs> the beard the beard was it the beard you. The beard you. We will not whip, was it? Like, <laughs> disappeared, man. And then they're like, can you shadow the box? And I'm like, aye, but can I get a bit of blood in my sausage, man? Because it looks like it's not existing. <laughs> it's not there. Th- doesn't even have a three <laughs> skin. Shadow box, aye. You know the, the, aye. Um, so we've done that. I, obviously, rocking my Anaconda Fightwear shorts, the um, CD Tighty Whitey ones. They were, they were perfect aye, for aye. it. Um, so just me shadowing in the, the, the moors of Scotland. Oh, so that, that, that was a What's day. What's happening with you, sir? Nothing. I was just holding the shorts, mate. Yeah. <laughs> I dried his shorts for him. It's all gone. Put a bit of blood in this for me, son. <laughs> Get a wee shake. I, I, I didn't take a dip, mm. though, man. It was... I don't know. You didn't? Nah. Uh, they were filming Paul. You're normally all about that. I know. I was. I wasn't. Nah, really they, were, they, they, were, they were kind of facing them out, like great, great son. Back of the uh, back of the line, please. I, I went exploring for the other waterfall, but um, mm. I think we're going to start doing it though. Maybe Aye. once a week or something. Should do it on a Wednesday, just the three years. Just head up there before um, the before the podcast Aye. or something. Get ourselves nice loosey goosey. It's good there. Like I've taken the kids up before. Decent. Mm-hmm. There's the like. There's the one you go down and you can go underneath the the, the the back of the waterfall that's down one step. Um, we were going to go there, but it was like one of the ones where I was like absolutely freezing. The guys were like, we don't need the footage. And I'm like, right, we're not going there. That's good enough. <laughs> like, if you don't need the footage, then there's no much point of going. But I, we should, we Is should... it the one you had on your story, Chris, that you went in? No, um, that was the one that he was talking about. That was the one you can go on, uh, under it, but no, he went the one above it. There's, I think there's three. I think you can go down even further to another one. That where's the that go where's the devil's pool pit? The one that's bright red. That's that's the other side of Stirling, I think. Is it? That's, see, I've never been to that one. That's like a wee canyon you go into. Yeah. It and, uh, but it's not really like a, a good dip place. It's just it like not? a wee small. But it's not good. Mm-hmm. Um, compared to that clack in the camp is a good one because it's quite deep as well like you, when you swim over to the edge it's pretty deep like, and that's I went in the supper time there and it was still like 
it was still about seven or eight feet deep, so deep enough to get right in a bit. Yeah, like, you can jump but off. I, like, I, I did. I jumped off one of the rocks in here, and I was like, "Do you, do you, want, do you want me to jump in?" Like, just, just if it's safe, if it's safe, like a seal. And I was like, "Aye, if I miss that first big rock, see, as long as I clear that first rock, I'll be, I'll be golden." It's like out of the fight because it's good he's been. Right the edge of there as well. Aye, so. Got some good footage, hopefully. Um, they filmed quite a lot in slow motion, which will be kind of cool. Like, you know, like James Bond coming out of the water. What else? Just flicking my hair and looking into the camera, Aye. smoldering. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was good. Uh, and then we'll do some drive about my local area. They want to see where I grew up. Um, but it's not the same as driving about America, you know. Like, oh, this is this is where I I, I played ball. Um, where it's like, no, this is where the, the junkies take heroin yeah. and uh, this is where we used to smash bucky bottles and uh, and this is where uh, we Johnny get stabbed and lost his life. Um, so it's, it's going to be interesting to drive about my local area. Um, what is uh, it? Craig Nuke? Craig Nuke, guy. So it's... Um, this like, is a show I went to every day. Aye, this is a show I used to get my play piece for. <laughs> Did you call it play piece? Fitba stickers. Oh, Did you get stickers? stickers? Oh, aye, yeah. oh, aye. Panini. Aye, they, they, they take about them. Pounds a packet, mate. Aye, aye. You don't get them for that now, do you? Yeah, a pound. Back no, in my day. Not. 25p, get a pound off my mum for football stickers. I mean, me and my brother were arguing over our sticker books once, so my dad just fucking ripped up our two sticker books <laughs> right in front of us. Both. It's gone back. It's fucking shredded on my bed. You still... Like you're haunted, mate, an adult. You still always get the rich cunt in, in school that would have, like, hunters... We had a big elastic band around them all. Right. And it would have like the one yeah. you wanted, but it would have like 20 of them. But it still didn't yeah. want to part way with one. Because he knew you, you needed You were keen on something that he needed, you know what right. I mean? I'll give you all these. You'd, you'd get all your doubles out like, there's a, I'll give you a hundred just for this one and all that. Need, 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 go, go, Rich go. bastards, man. What did you call a shiny one? Just a shiny? Ah, a shiny. shiny. Yeah. Did you just have a weird name for it? <laughs> <laughs> A I don't know, I've heard people shiny. call them like a foil one and stuff. Foil? What the fuck was that? It was just a That's an Edinburgh. Aye, you got foil no, for no, burdening your drugs. Fucking loyal to the foil, you just can't say there. Talking about being loyal to the foil up there, uh, you were doing a wee bit of acting, weren't you? I've seen it on your uh, Instagram. Oh, I'm Bonnie Rig. You know, been there before? No. Been to Bonnie Rig before, Ross? Aye, mate. Shit hole. A wee bit of I used to play football out there when I was a kid. It was horrible, eh? Hated it. So that was probably my favourite scene I've ever shot as an actor. Quotations. Um, mm. I don't want to give too much away, but it was like the end of me. But it was a fight scene where I had to end up... Was it a one-on-one fight? Is it like I, a gypsy well, fight? It was mere... It was, there was like two gangs fighting off, but I went into like a cabin to get a gun and my... My nephew already had the gun and we end up fighting. But we end up out. Am I, am I right in saying this is the nephew that was trying to pump your... No, he did. He go, he goes, he did got, he? He's got to be into my, my ex, basically. Um, but um, we end up in a fight in between two cabins and it brawls out into the yard where the police and, and the travellers are all fighting and it's a big war zone. So I'm trying to poke his eyes out. I end up needing them in the heating that folds them and I get like full, full mount, kind of like Daniel Day-Lewis in Gangs in New York with Leo. Full mount, he's trying to claw me off, I end up landing like four headbutts on him, spitting blood everywhere, I'm reaching for knives. It's just a cool scene, but there was like a hundred people behind the cameras and they were like, they were all uneasy at how 
how scary the headbutts were and how, how much I was cycle you screaming were. and spitting and dragging people about. And that was beautiful. It was like, good. That's the way I was like trying to portray it. Um, but everybody loved it. And then I got a baseball bat right to the back of the napper. So it was, it was nice. It was cool scene. Um, Phil would have been a good partner for that as well because obviously he knows a bit about boxes a bit and stuff so he would have known the right level for it to be at he would have known where to push it and where to uh, he was, was great good, when I was you looking, put up a still photo on your story with the, the thumbs and the eye one I thought that was uh, a fucking great and that, that was just a that was just a wee rehearsal that one because we had our other clays on right. at the time so but the actual fucking mm-hmm. the actual real one I dug my thumbs right in his <laughs> eyes I remember when I got Phil Mount on him he was like he was giving me the, all the pressure to like try to stop it where I actually had to physically pin one of his arms through my knees and I was looking at his eyes and he was he was te- he was crying like acting but we had fake blood on my head for the headbutts in my mouth and he had it all in him as well and it was like it was proper it felt it felt real it was it was weird man but as soon as it stopped everybody just applauded everybody just applauded it so it was see that it'll, it'll be cool to see how, how how they shot it um before i can actually say nah, that was actually quite like, good like see method actors mm-hmm. like daniel day lewis who go in character like the whole time they're in filming and uh that must be hard I man know. it must be, like mentally mess I your head up big oh, time I, big time um shia labeouf does it as well does he? he i got ruined him a bit but i it was it was a it was a cool scene but we had I was dealing with like five Polish guys who had like sledgehammers, but they're they trained at Hanneman, so they're all quite skilled in mm-hmm. Muay Thai and stuff like that. Sledgehammers, one had um, like a pickaxe, and they all look evil bastards, like scary guys. The other side of this fence, they were like, they had like the bolt cutters trying to come into my yard basically. And um, they had two martial arts guys with sticks, that's American guys. So one was in my my gang, and another one was in the Polish gang, and I sent. I seen I seen that it so, was like a the two of them done like a kind of choreographed guy. So that was like a wee. They were just doing that before the cameras came and that. So I sent my guy like fucking Jimmy, Jimmy, like so you send and he send they send the other guy American, bald guy, but tattoos everywhere, and he was just storming up, it was scary as fuck. And the two of them are going at it pure. I think they I think they they did it professional as well. And we're watching it back, and some of it looks pretty cool. And then everybody was just, they paired them up basically. So it wasn't just like a mess. Mm-hmm. So they paired them up and they choreographed like certain fight movements, and then they would film them so they can all add it all in. So it's not just one big stramash. But um, it was quite stressful. I could see Gary was, there was so much shit going on. I imagine it's a big scene. Uh, and obviously, it's coming to the end of your time like at the point of like closing a chapter mm. um, so imagine he's like I need this to be and it, on and it was starting today and then you will have daylight till like half five and we only had the yard to a certain time so you're on, you're on a clock as well and there, it starts to rain and then the all hangs fucked as well so yeah, but, it, get it done as well I was, it's hard just lightening the schedules up eh? it, was, it was cool it was a cool I, I was filming Saturday and Sunday it was a cool weekend good experience and just I don't know, just another another passion came out. Mm-hmm. But we'll see how it looks, man, when they when they edit it and put it all together because That's when you it, seem that's happy when, with that's it when it becomes gold. I'm I'm happy with that scene. That scene was that okay. scene was proper, like that that scene was violent and uh, people were like I could hear people when I was doing it like Oh fuck's sake. Oh Jesus. 
and then to mm. stop it and do it again because people spoke because it was so <laughs> the, the day scene where broke character the, the day scene where it was POV so nobody else was there so Ryan the cameraman kind of went with Phil was and I had to go to the camera so it was nobody else it was just just my POV yeah, the headbutts and the scream so it's like everybody be quiet just watch me just fucking <laughs> heed or nothing and scream at the camera and it was like they kept up mm. the date and date and date and I was like veins were popping out my head now and it was just like right that's enough man so I don't know we'll see how they put it together um, we'll see so as, as close as I've got to like doing anything like that was a uh, member I had to do like the was it the Scots aye it was like with Jack you, Jester you were a fighter aye I was like like some what were you called it was yeah. like some paper Paper Viper or some shit like that. Viper Paper. I don't know what it name. It like, was like one of these like really shitty names, right? And I was to fight Jack Jester, but it was an MMA fight and he was like... But it was in a ring, wasn't it? It was, aye. And it was it was, in a, it was a really cool wee setup. but they had one of these like choreographers and he's like, right, I want you to do this and I want you to do that. And like, I remember just thinking, fuck up. Aye. Like, don't you, tell me like, how like, to Don't fight. tell me how to fight. Like, I would never <laughs> ever do that. So don't... Like, I know it's your job to choreograph a shite fight. But I said to I said to the guys, I was like, I'm not going to be involved in like making myself look like an absolute bitch. Mm -hmm. So I said, I'll fling big shots, I'll do this, 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 and this. At the time, it feels fucking weird, doesn't it? Because yeah. nothing's landing and it's like, and they're like, no, no, it's fine. Once in post-production, we'll cut it all, make it all really seamless. And then when you watch it and it's like, maybe it was probably about two hours worth of filming, but then it's done like 10 seconds, uh, actual, a shot and you're like, we start loads of footage. I've watched it. It looked mm. alright though. It's good. Isn't it? You had a robot. I did. I. I had like one of the guys for the gym. I don't know if you remember. Were you oiled up? Um, no, I wasn't. But I did shave my chest. I wasn't even a bit shiny. Just was the, in there. The, nice the funny thing is that's why it's good though if it's a fighter for you, Chris. Like if if it hadn't been somebody like Phil, it probably would have needed to be another fighter. Uh, because there wouldn't have been the right flow. Do you know what I so, mean? It'll flow so better when it's a person. That's what Gary said. If he had like, because there was a hundred but they're all non-actors, fighters, guys for the street. If he had a hundred actors trying to name a deal with that, would have been like impossible probably because they're like, oh, that's no for us. Or when they move that way, where guys for the street move like guys that are in gangs, Thanks. fighters know how to throw without hurting people kind of. Mm -hmm. So it was definitely easier to like mould non-actors into that scene. But the funny thing with you, Paul, was you were in a scene with Jack Jester, who's a professional wrestler, um, who also seen you break, break a, a wrestler's jaw in the wrestling ring by accident. So he's obviously thinking, don't hurt me. He, he said Clearly, that like, when I went, I've seen what you've done to somebody I, by accident. When I went back to the, when I went back to the asylum to do some some training for the ICW. Um, he was like, see you doing that filming, Paul, I was shitting myself. <laughs> and I was like, how? And he was like, because I've seen what you've done to that referee. And I says, aye, but that wasn't my fault. Like, I still hold that. Like, I'm I'm still... Hopefully we can maybe clip it. Could we clip it? Aye. Uh, we got the punch. Aye. That's a bit brutal, but it's funny. We'll probably get numbers. It's, um... Context. Aye, it's, it's one of these things that... Like, even the noise... <laughs> Even think about it right now, it'd be like... So obviously in pro wrestling, you, you've, we've all done a pro wrestling punch. Maybe the rock one, your your daughter, your sister or something, you know what I mean? Like, so it's a fake punch, you pull the punch, but 
What they said to me was, I've spoken with us and I've said, they said to me, they said, hit him here, hit him in the collarbone. And I said, can I no slam him or something? What do I do? Like a choke slam or like, like an actual move and they're like, we don't really have the time. We need you to nail it. And then uh, it's going to get a better pop because you've just won your fight. But that's on them then, isn't it? I know. And then everybody's like, I just break his jaw. He's a prick anyway. He's this, he's that. And then I was like, oh, for fuck's sake, this poor guy. <laughs> so then as he, I slap his hand, it's like, there was no pull of the punch and it was a flush. It was like, the cleanest shot you've ever posted. I, 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 I was talking to Kieran Reid the other day about it, and that's what I said. His brother runs ICW, and I had said, I've flung two good punches in my life, and both of them have not been in fights <laughs> that actually count for shit. So that that's the best Could punch. Just give him a big open-handed slap, no? I think I think the damage will still been still have been pretty <laughs> shit. The guy ended up spitting out his teeth. His jaw was broke. But it turned out that he wasn't a good guy and we didn't know him, so it's kind of karma. Karma for the guy. I knew, he, I knew he broke his jaw. I didn't know he'd actually put his teeth out. Aye. If I, if I not oh. told this, so he ends up with like a plate in his jaw. <laughs> and what happens is the plate doesn't take right and it ends up the screws are like wobbly or something like this. They don't take right to the bone. And what they couldn't do was they couldn't re-drill back, back into the jaw because then it would just naturally weaken it again. And they ended up having to like wire his jaw shut for like a long period of time because do you fuck you laughing, man? That's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> and he ended up with like this massive big bit of chunk of metal in his jaw. Um, but as Chris said, in our defense, the guy was like being like beastie Hank. I he was he was being inappropriate to women. Mm-hmm. So as oh, the accusation came out about him after, eh? Aye. Aye. We don't need to name the guy anyway. So. so then we ended up, um, you're going to clip the foot, footage in anyway, so you're going to see him. Aye. Let's do that though. Aye. Let's clip it. So um, then I then have to walk over to Chris Toll and I knew at that point, like I felt his jaw just crumble underneath my, 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 my knuckles. What's the other time you've, you've connected good to it? Resulting in a broken jaw as well on a football pitch. <laughs> You punched him there, Pippa? Aye, and he was in my team. Did you? Yeah. Why? <laughs> I was, uh, I, I think, he wasn't tracking back. Oh my God. I, I was, I was about... You just want to do this documentary? I think, it, I think it was about, I must have been about 16, 17, and uh, he wasn't tracking back, and I was like, super competitive. Um, I was in defence, he must have been midfield or striker, and um, I... He wasn't tracking back. I was like, fuck. And this was on maybe like half an hour. And him no tracking back resulted in none's losing a goal. And I was like, so he squared up to me and I was like, fuck, fuck you, dude. And then I just <laughs> went. And I remember like my, my big brother had like said to me, hey, if you ever punch them, do you just make sure you follow through? So as a wee guy, like I've, I've not, I, I've not, I've not threw many punches. At this age, like, by the time I'm 16, 17, I wasn't really any fine. So I flung this punch and it was like slow motion. And as I zap him, I fall through. And what? his jaw just goes, kink. And he hits the deck. And then... Um, Need more time for the old roster. So I had, had threw this punch, had nailed my pal. Um, but because it was in, like, a public place, because it was, it was at Broadwood, Broadwood had called the police and uh, resulted in me getting charged. Really? Really? Why are we just finding out about this? And, uh, in a football? Aye, but, but oh, what you'll happened? be boy. That's the, one of the ones. So, but what, what, because it went to the police, because the, 
Broadwood thought this was a proper fight. Like, this was proper right. serious. So we need to get the police involved, and the police are like, right, we've assaulted somebody, so it's a charge. And um, I had to go to court and explain it to them, like, no, 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 this was just, like, the heat in the moment. Like, this is not, this is out of character for me. And uh, they basically went, like, aye, this is a waste of time. And eventually they just threw it out. They were like, this is, like, idiotic. Why Why have the police even charged you? So um, I, get, I get a free punch for that, and then I get a free punch for... Uh, Really? ICW, aye. So two two good punches counted for shit. That's mad going to court and actually getting to explain yourself, eh, Chris? Because fucking for us, it'll just be like, I don't know what we're talking about. It wasn't even there. <laughs> no, because I was, I was like, listen, I, I am. I did. Is it? Is that you went it? down the honesty route. Is right. that how you felt with like the charity game when Navy was tracking back? Oh mate, <laughs> ready to hit Stevie Pudding and all. Yeah, it was just lucky it was Ricky Burns. <laughs> I was like, ah, you fucking slip back. To be fair, back. he was running about. He was, but he wasn't actually following the ball. Yeah, uh, he's he's fat, but he's he's no good at football. Aye, um, he's just opened up There's a new gym. Who's the, who's the Scottish boxer moved over to Spain? His son comes to liquid rooms, I think. He was in the. He used to get in a bit of bother actually when his boxing career finished. Is it Harrison? Uh, aye. Is Scott, that his name? Scott Harrison? No. Aye. Does he stay sure in there now? I don't know that. I, I don't know if he lives over there. I didn't ask the, the, the guy, doesn't he, he got, too much. He got the jail in Spain. That was years ago, though. Did Remember, he? He, got his, he got lifted. That was in did, Spain. Did he lose his licence? Mm-hmm. That's what happened he, he, he did the time in Spain. Did he work with Lawrence? I don't know. No, it's somebody else. I think it was somebody else. I saw you doing a bit with Lawrence last night, Chris. I like Lawrence. Aye. Okay. Aye, I, was, I was speaking to Paul about it today. Um, tour session last night. Um, just, you know what it's like when you, you've no seen him in ages? Just back to basics. Mm-hmm. Um, good warm-up. I, I hot the pads for an hour. Jordan held and then the second door, vice versa. And it was, I was sweating buckets, man. But it's it's just muscle memory. Yeah. Right? It's about drilling a combination, mm-hmm. drilling footwork. That's why it works. We're just working go at the body. Mm-hmm. Even that jab to the body. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was good, really good. Uh, loved it. Um, the training's going good, man. Well, um, and a good, good space. You're six weeks. Aye, six I'm weeks to Cage Warriors. I'm five weeks. Uh, we leave in like what two weeks to go to Vegas. Mm-hmm. First. Mm. I know it's mm-hmm. uh, it's coming in really really quickly. So uh, I've got visa to go down this weekend. I'm down on Sunday for. Uh, to be there for Monday morning nice and early to get my visa once that's sorted then yeah. everything else is just going to go and, and then it's basically out to Vegas in the sun for like a couple mm-hmm. of a couple of weeks isn't it boys <laughs> and you're, uh, you're you've got clearance Ross eh? did you tell her did you put her straight did you say listen yeah, this is my job mate <laughs> got, to, got to be there got to be there so nah it's good I tell you what though it's nice getting some sun on your fucking heat for a change see instead of like you didn't realise how some days when you just open the door and it's just pissing with rain and it's wet and it's cold and you're just like ah fucking again Scotland. it's nice just to get somewhere sunny eh mm-hmm. well it'll be good um, in Vegas because it'll be Boston aye uh, so the weekend there I was down at the BMF Sheffield I was down in Sheffield oh, yeah, so yeah, I was at oh, the did you go I did I was well I was right, right next right. to it it's like Bradford is it is that what it was? The BMF's Bradford? Like Bradford and Sheffield? Anyway, mm-hmm. I was there, watched young uh, Stephen Clancy Simmons um, 
put on some fight. It was a really, really close fight. Um, I think he, he the first round, although it was close, I think his opponent just edged it a lot, that little more, that little bit more. And then the last two rounds, uh, Stephen just took the lead, um, landed some really, really nice technical striking. It was one of the, it was only three minutes, so it's the three threes, and it because it's amateur, and it was like two boys just absolutely going hell for leather on each other, um, and it was good to watch. And then Yusuf was fighting on that card as well, and he just went out and flatlined the boy and just put a beating. I on like him. Yusuf. I, I, he's he's the way he fights. He's so aggressive, um, and that that was that's the way to deal with like a really technical striker. If you're standing in front of somebody who's technically really good, and that's what the guy done to Stephen. The guy knew Stephen was a far better striker than him, and the only way to beat that is to meet it head on, like the same way Sean Strickland beat Adesanya. It was, it was, it, that was skill wise. If you think about who's the more effective striker, you would say Adesanya. But if you're unable to allow you to get your your moves off, then it doesn't matter how technically proficient you are. He was just put on the back foot and couldn't really do anything. So, and that's pretty much how that fight went Saturday uh, with Stephen. But he just managed to edge it with good control, takedowns, and um, landing better shots. And then in the Sunday, I, think I saw on the third. Sorry, jump in there. I saw on the third round as well. Did he no finish? Like he was close to submitting the boy as well. Did he no finish on the back? And he, he was trying I. to get the rear naked. So that's mm-hmm. that's maybe swung it for the judges as well if they were. Aye. So I messed Good. up. Uh, so I went with my daughter. Um, she's interested in sports science, so she's wanting to do that for going to uh, further education. So she came mm-hmm. down the last time with me. She said she I'd offered her if she wanted to come down this time. She's like, "Yep." Slept the whole way down. Slept the whole way back up. So it was like no company at all. Um, but I messed up the hotel room. I've messed up every hotel room I've been there. The first time I ended up having to share a double bed with... No, the first time, in fact, I booked the wrong room. With Adam. Aye. The second time I ended up having to share a bed with Adam. And then this time I booked the wrong date. So I booked a week later. Uh, and I go to the go to the reception, hand over my information. The lassie's like, nah, we don't have any information of you staying here. And she's like, scrolls down and it's the, the week after. I'm like, any room? She's like, nah. So I started getting like, I've just drove like four hours to get there. I'm getting a bit pissy. I'm trying to find a hotel room. So I go into like booking.com and everyone I'm clicking on is going out like, nah, nah. So I find this one called The Friendship Inn. And it was just a pub with like a B&B above it. So I was like, that's fine. Um, I think it was like 100, 100 pound. I was like, right, I'll do I get to the hotel, I drive down to it, get to the B&B, and they're like, no, we're double booked. Sorry, we don't have a room for you. And I was like, oh, no. So I go back on Airbnb, and I find the next closest one, because you know it says, like, what's within your facility? And I'm just like, so I'm on the phone with my partner, and we're having this conversation, and, like, she's no helping one bit. She's like, you always do this? And it's like, I that's no help. This isn't help. This isn't help. This is just fucking enraging me even more. Um... So I find this hotel room, which is really close. Um, it's called the Indulgent Basement, right? You wouldn't think in, like, so the pictures are just normal pictures of a hotel room. The first couple, I then try to book a room, book a room, and then it gets to the payment, and the payment gets declined. Try to book it again, it gets declined again. And I'm like, what the fuck? So I phone them up and I say, listen, I'm, I'm coming in, uh, 
I'm here, I'm I'm wanting to book a room, I can't book it. She's listen, listen, we've got one room left. Um I'll send you over the payment details. So she sends me over the payment details. And for some reason, I went on and looked at the pictures. It was a fucking sex dungeon. Oh my god. Right? It had waterproof fucking mattresses, it had like all the stuff to tie fucking up, and then it says in the actual thing, discreet entrance. <laughs> Like, could you imagine me rocking up wearing my fucking daughter who's 16? Like, Some kind of mad swinger. When did you find out then? How did you know? So before I actually put in, I just happened to be looking at this. I went back on to try and have a look as I was waiting the name sending me the details. And I just went on and it was like, and as you flick through more pictures. So where is this, Sheffield? Uh, it was... Outside Sheffield? Barnes, it's Barnes. It's, it's whatever one's right next to you. I think it's Barnsley and it turns out it was like a fucking sex That's dungeon sick. man and like could you imagine like I had no idea because I was just so flustered and I was like I need to book a room so I ended up not booking that room because how fucking weird would that be and then ended up booking a room that was maybe like 15 minutes away from where I should have been uh, and then my daughter had to sleep on the floor no she didn't eh? she did yeah right Ross so, so I ended up booking, ended up booking another apartment, uh, another hotel. All was good. She slept on the floor. I slept in the bed. Got up the next morning. Went to uh, do the testing, and it's exactly what you would think. Like I'm going for being a light heavyweight down to a middleweight. What would you expect? What would you What would you expect to be seen in data, Ross? Loss of power, loss of strength, but up. Getting fitter, probably sprinting faster, probably moving quicker. That's exactly what exactly what it is. You, said, you spoke to him about that. No, haven't he? So we've reduced a little, a little bit of strength is is reduced. Not massive amounts. We're still hitting all the same numbers, but the actual power output slightly different because we're smaller. Mm-hmm. Speeds increased. Um, lactate profiles like a different guy. Uh, I'm able to push harder, longer, all this kind of stuff. Um, so it's all very positive doing the aerodyne bike as well very very positive um one of the things what we wanted to know was can we do five rounds because this is the first time that i've ever done five rounds i've ever needed to do five mm-hmm. rounds because i think all the other fights i've been involved in um maybe different for bama was bama five rounds i don't think so i think it was still three but no that three fives i so this is, going, anyway, aye, so this is going to be five it. rounds and what we needed to know is does Paul have the engine capacity to go 25 minutes of hard graft? And we found out we're able to do it. When we jumped on the Aerodyne bike, same again. It was 30 seconds uh, power output to manage, to see how we manage it, to see how long we can go, uh, see how long we can maintain these speeds at. And uh, same again, they were all through the roof. Very positive mm-hmm. moving into the my fight against Brendan Allen because um, that's pretty much everything we're doing right now is to be are we ready for Brendan Allen and we know what kind of fighter we're getting for him had that been on your mind though up until the testing the 5-5 five thing well, yeah, it's always in your mind isn't it like even if you're doing 3-5s right. like you're yeah. always thinking have I got the engine to go 3-5s we know we can dig it out mm-hmm. we know we can just like grind it out and just be tough that's that's like I've, I've shown it countless times like the against Shogun Hua against Ozdemir there's times where I've had to go the three rounds I don't want to do it mm-hmm. nobody wants to do the three rounds everybody would if I say to you Ross listen you can go in and do three rounds and be nice and comfortable or you can do one hard round and get that out of the way and win what would you pick? 
one round, ten times out of ten. Uh, of course. Um, so I, I just needed to quantify it because that's pretty much what, for me, that's what I need. To, I need the numbers. Uh, I've said this before on uh, the podcast. I've said I need numbers to match what. I need to be achieving. So if I want to be strong, right, I need the numbers to prove that I'm strong. If I want to be a, a five-round fighter, then I need the numbers to show me that I can be a five-round fighter. Um, one of the crazy things that I've got is I've, I set the record in the the PI for my neck strength. Did, did I tell you about this? So then see when we did, the, we did a, a, a similar test. So when I done the, when I went over to test as a middleweight at the PI in Vegas, they check my, they check your neck strength, excuse me, because it's one of the, like the, it's a good measure of concussion rate kind of thing. If the, if you're able to stop the, the recoil of the brain rattling around in the head. So we done the test down there and same again, the neck, like the lateral neck strength is incredible. And I think it's just for years of wrestling, years of like pushing off uh, in jujitsu and it's, it definitely helps you and it definitely gives you confidence in the point where it's like, can I take a punch? Because that's the other question you, you, you're always worried about in it. Like, can I take a punch? Because there has been times where I've taken some heavy shots and twice resulting in loss of consciousness in, in matches. So you're always worried about this kind of stuff. Worried about the five rounds, worried about the, can you take a punch? Can you do this? Are you able to perform? Bum, 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 bum. All these kind of things lead up to you as a fighter. Well, what sort of tests do the day to see if you can do five five rounds? So it would just be like your lactate profile. Can your body, so when your muscles contract, um, there's like a byproduct and it's like lactic acid. And then you've heard people saying like, um, like it hurts after like training. So if you've done like, if you've done really high intensity training and your body can't flush out the lactate, you end up with like DOMS, you end up with like really sore muscle because the acid stays within the system and it just settles to where it is. So what they are, what they were testing was it's like a pinprick with blood. They'll prick you with, they'll mm -hmm. check your blood, they'll measure how many, how much lactates in the blood profile. And then from that, they'll then be able to say like, right, using athletic normative data tables, they'll be able to say you're at the lower end, middle end or top end. And um, is your body able to produce lactate? So are you able to work at high pace? produce the lactate, mm -hmm. but is your body able to flush it out and clear it? And it's about the clearing that you're wanting, because if your body can produce a lot of power, but you can't clear the lactate, we've all been there, you know, when your arms get really heavy and you can barely pick them up because they're so sore, mm -hmm. is your body able to, is your body able to get rid of this? And that's, that's how you know you can do the five rounds. So um, I think it was like a 30 odd minute run by the time we'd done all this, because it's like three minutes on, one minute off, they up the speed, up the speed, up the speed, up the speed, up to a point where you can't run no more. Let's look at your your absolute okay. VO2 max where your lungs, engine, muscles, everything's going, everything's wanting to shut down, everything's wanting to stop, and then that's the point where they'll be like, right, you're done. Let's measure this again. And they measure it every single minute or every after each uh, three second stint, and then they'll be able to tell you your lactate profile and what you're looking for is this. To, you have the masking uh, stuff on, like no, you did in the PI. No, that's something different. That's no. like that. That's to actually measure your VO two. So that's like your oxygen gas exchange of what you're breathing in, what you're breathing out. Um, so we didn't do that, and it's not that they don't think it's a worthwhile 
test. It's just the fact that this is a, a more accurate test because it's more about can your muscles get the blood and clean it? That's why they did that test and it's, and it's through the roof. And then they're like, right, you've got, I think it was like 10, 15 minutes and then you're back on the redine bike to do the, the last alactic test. Can your body produce power at a period of time? And it was mm-hmm. and it was all good. Um, what I'm expecting for the fight, because um, it it's it's coming in pretty quick. We're always chasing the next fight. Um, I'm expecting Alan to be thrown kicks. I know he's got half decent kicks. Um, he likes mm-hmm. looping shots, and you need to be worried about the takedowns because he has got very good jujitsu, and he's obviously wanting to prove that he can out jujitsu the guy who's like a jiu-jitsu fighter in MMA. So he's he's potentially looking to take me down, set up strikes, take me down and and wear me out that way. But we see what happens when people take me down. Like when you think about, is Brendan Allen a better Krylov. grappler than Krylov? Because these are the questions I ask myself. I compare everything. Mm-hmm. Is Brendan Allen a better grappler than Krylov? Well, I don't think so. Is Brendan Allen mm-hmm. a technically better striker than Majimegov and Kalev, I'm going to say no. Is he as strong and powerful as guys like Alonzo Menafield, Jimmy Crute, uh, Khalil Roundtree? And I'm like, nah. So that's like, I compare the guys that I've fought to the guy who I'm fighting there and then. So can he do that better than him? Can he do that better than him? Can he do that better than him? And then I'll build a wee profile and I'll be like, nah, 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 nah. And if I can hang with guys like Ankalaev, Jamal Hill, I was going to say Johnny Walker there. I was, I was going to say Johnny Walker there. But um, if I can hang with these guys, can I hang with Brendan Allen, who's a weight class below them? And the answer has to be yes. Aye, for sure. Like, I, I never think that that's a good... I never understood the guys who tried that one. Like, I'm going to take Paul Doon and beat him at jiu-jitsu. That seems a weird game plan. I never thought that was a good one. Do you know who probably had the best, but it was the most annoying game plan? Was Ozdemir. Yep. Like, he fought the most sensible and annoying fight he could have fought. Like, he just went, well, I'm not getting into this, and I'll be all right. And he just saw it through rather than won a fight, really. But, like, I've never under... Like, when Krylov's game plan and stuff like that, I'll just rip him down to the ground and I'll just outgrapple him anyway. That seems like an awful egotistical way really? to look at it rather than a, a methodical that, way. Like, what's the meaning? I think that's what it comes down to, though. It's the fighter's ego. I know. Because I remember Jamal Hill's, like... I've got good grappling. Like you just don't even know how good my grappling is. I'll try and mix it up, and then next thing you know, they're getting their elbow. I've said this to you before. Like when when I took Jamal down off the, the overhook, and I'm in that position, he passed my bottom hook, passed it, and he made this. He done. I'll never forget the face he makes. It's like a. <laughs> uh, uh. I just nailed it, and then. The whole the, the whole sequence just bump kicks in, mm-hmm. and then it changes the dynamics here, right? And if you think like, r- regardless of that arm breaking or me getting the triangle, that changed the dynamics of this fight because the next time you stand up, and you have to start flinging these fast shots again, or flinging the kicks, or defending takedowns, it's a totally different game because the lactate is building up, and then it changes the dynamics of the fight, and. Um, I'm looking forward to this fight. Um, 
it's a it's a fight that excites me. It's 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 exciting me for a while. I remember when we got the call about like, listen, this is a fight. This is a fight we're offering you. They didn't give me any other options. Said this is a fight to headline here. They actually wanted me to headline this weekend. It's the who's fighting this weekend? Then is it Yusuf Sadiq? And I'm not sure who the headliner is. Uh, have you got it there? So there's a. It was meant to be this weekend when the fight was meant to take place. But I'd say to them, listen, um, can we push it? Over a wee bit, I've got some travelling with it. It's Sadiq Yusuf and Edson Barbosa. Look at me, man, with it. Man, my UFC knowledge is impressive. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it was meant to be this week. Uh, and I'd say to them, listen, can we push it back a little bit further? Because I had the, the travelling with Singapore, I had the travelling into Boston, I had, I had too much going on. Are we able to push it back? And they said, yep, let's make it this November card. And it, and it works out. I had to get the weight down properly as well. You can't be fucking about with that weight stuff. Like it needs to be for you personally. You like doing it with that scientific numbered way. If you start fucking about with that and just go like, ah, well, I could just get off. I don't think it would be the same. I think the reason it went so well in the last fight was because you took a proper yep. scientific approach. You had somebody there making sure it was done properly. So aye, but that, that's that, that, that is it. It's the weight. We can train for a fight, and then you can do a horrible weight cut and get to the weight cut. And it's it messes up your whole fight camp because it it zaps your energy because you've no rehydrated properly. You've maybe cut too much. You're not going to be able to get out that hole. So you might as, you might as well not have done that fight camp. So the way I like to do it is: can I get to the weight safely, and can I rehydrate to my full potential, hundred percent? That's what I'm looking for. Um, and we're we're on track. We're 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 right on the same money. I think I'm point one of a kilogram over where I was this time in the previous camp. And it's it's working with these guys like Lee Boxing Science who who are who are like they need their job is to make me make weight. Their job is also to make me perform at the weight that I need to perform at. And it's like just takes all that stress off me because I know if I follow his plan then it's going to be good. And you're finding that the now, aren't you? This is like the you've worked with nutritionists twice, haven't you? Aye, I worked with Dean Kirk um, from my Bellator fights, which was something of my smoothest camps I've had, but now I'm with Peter Miller for uh, condition nutrition, and same same as yourself, just whatever he says, I'm eating, I'm eating at the same at the right times, and the, the weight's falling off me as well, I've got a lot of energy for my sessions, and... and I've only been doing it two and a half weeks, but I'm doing three kilo already. It so it's like we're going in the right direction. But as you say, like it's not until I'm on the scales at own weight, then then you can say job done, really. I know. And then it's like it's his fault if he. So he, for him, he needs to be making sure that you Aye. make weight. But you also you need to be honest. Aye, with yourself Aye. and with exactly. him. Exactly, because there's how many times you're like, ah, fuck it, I'll just have because he's like. You, should, you, you shouldn't be this weight if you were this weight two days ago. Mm-hmm. Like, if you had any nails, I had a couple of grenade bars. <laughs> I felt I needed them. Aye, it was, uh, so we, we had a busy old morning this morning, so we jumped to the. Guys, I'm going to have to be really rude and fucking, I'm going to have to go, eh? He's doing the Irish goodbye smoke Aye. bombing, is there? Where are you going? Oh, I'm sorry. Maybe I'm he's going to see the, the okay. Temple of Apollo. Apollo's Temple, I'm sorry. So I'm going to have to let you finish this one with food, mate. No worries, mate. No worries. No worries. You, obviously, the podcast means nothing to you. Uh, The fact that you've got fans. See before you go. See before you go. See before you go. We were, uh, so last week, 
we obviously shaved a moustache into you, handlebar. Uh, How the fuck is that grown back so quickly? I don't know. It doesn't even. I've no touched the moustache at all. It's no even really changed. Like that's all grown back in. That's incredible. Moustache is like me. I know. What's, what's the difference between know. a dollar and a pound? I don't dollar your mama. Mate, <laughs> hey, I'll see, see you later, I'm sorry again. Have enjoy, a good one. Enjoy your holiday, mate. I'll see you next week. Enjoy, bro. All right. Um, so I have lost Ross, so he's not getting any chances. We've lost Oliver as well. <laughs> I know. So um, obviously, this fights the the new main event for in two weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, why is Oliver out? He has a big cut across his eyelid, uh, his eyebrow. Like it's bad boy. Wait, um, did they get it from spam? Is it? Is mm-hmm. it just a last no. spar? Last spar going to Javi? There was a picture. We could maybe even tag the picture, but somebody's opened his his full eyebrow up. It's about this length, about that thick. It's a it's a beauty, man. Aye. So then, in steps, but the Alexander uh, the Great, but the HUD Gamrot as the standard. So he's he's gone a bit mental than as well because of just basically. Fired Vulcan, which I'm not complaining about. That, Imagine you're a standing guy, I know. and then they're just like, but yeah, you're a standing guy still getting paid. Mm-hmm. Would you like to have seen this fight? Well, uh, obviously, Volk's going to have been training and Aye. potentially maybe thought something like this could have happened. Plus, he's no cutting to featherweight, it's yeah. a lightweight, so it's not a big cut for him. But would you like to have seen it with a full camp at trying to get to the right weight? What do you think? Mm, he had a full camp the last thing, so sometimes that can surprise you. Bisbing done it and he won the belt. Aye. Um, but and obviously he'd be at his best if he had a full camp again. Right. Hmm. I'm excited for the fight anyway. Mm-hmm. We're, we're, we're a week away for it. I think um, Volk probably keeps his cell in the gym, training, but fight camp's different for just aye. normal routine. Aye. So who are you going? Who are you going for? I'm going for Islam again. I don't know. I think Volk can do it this time. Aye, he could. He could definitely do it, but I'm thinking... It'll go the full five again. And maybe Islam 3-2. Three, 3-2. Two. Three, two. Maybe, maybe a split decision. What did you have it the last time? I thought Islam won. I thought a lot of people were saying Volk won. And I'm like, he didn't he? Like, no, Islam won. If you can control somebody's back, and it doesn't matter what they're doing with their hands or making funny faces or mm-hmm. maybe safe, if you're still in control of somebody's back, then it doesn't matter. But I think Volk's still dangerous. Like, you see it right in the very the end. Did you know drop him a wee bit and... Swarm him, so he's he's right. always in the I, fight. I, I, he's yes, always he's, there. It's, 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 it's a great, it's, 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 it's a great fight. fight. But as I'm saying, I'd like to see it with like a full camp and all the. Media I want Volk to win, but I don't think he's going to win. Why do you? Are you going to go Ross on our asses here and be like, I just don't like the the Mike Russian is, fighters. Pretty much, but Makachev doesn't bother me that much because he's very well rounded. He can strike, and he finishes people as well. Um, but I just like this guy. He's fun. He's quite funny. Mm-hmm. Um, he's also challenging himself for a second time. Going Aye. up, going up like, a division. He, doesn't, he didn't need to do it. He, 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 there was no reason for him to he do was it other like than being a the crazy guy. win streak at one point. It was like one point in a row, and he jumped up, no hesitation. Now he's filling in in ten days' notice, no hesitation. That's that's what I like. A champion and a fighter, they like to they like to dare to be great again. Not I mean so. I'm rooting for him, but. I'm going to bet on it and my money will probably be on Islam. It's probably going to be easier, easy odds, isn't it? Mm-hmm. 
with the victory before plus, the full camp. The thing is, Islam went to Australia the last time and knew this is in Abu Dhabi, which would probably say... Home. I know Islam trains in AK and San Jose, but it is home for the, the, those type of fighters who like are loved there. Mm-hmm. Absolutely loved. Aye, they're, they're treated like mm-hmm. celebrities. So I'm going Volk, you're going Islam. Mm-hmm. Uh, what would I think Ross would go Islam as well? No, there's not a chance he's going Islam. <laughs> Ross is the last guy to go Islam. He was like, so we had done the we'd done Makachev Oliveira as a watch party. I watched it with Ross. I mean, he was actually like distraught. He was like, <sighs> like it was him that had just lost yeah. or his mate just lost, but it wasn't. He it was just like, <sighs> I think Oliveira got a wee bit of quit in him sometimes when it goes gets tough. Mm-hmm. Because I thought that arm um, triangle wasn't really... Volk, uh, doesn't he have quit on him back? No, no He does not have quit on him, that guy. Um, and then what's what's the next fight, young Jamie? You want to scroll that down, kid? I think it's... Uh, Isla- Islam's massive as well. So that's another thing. Islam is a massive lightweight and Volk is very small featherweight. So mm-hmm. there is a height difference there. So uh, Costa versus Chimaev. Great fight. But... Dana White saying that. It's about ropey, that, that Did he have off. staff? Is that what that was? Did he have like a uh, staff his infection? Elbow, in his his elbow's pretty fucked. Paulo Costa had staff in his yep. arm and it resulted him in hospital like a couple of weeks ago. So Dana's saying that he'll make a decision within a few hours that could be scrapped, but they'll have somebody for Hamzat. Like, who's got to throw in to fight Hamzat in 10 days' notice? <sighs> Hamzat gets another nod again, man. Like, you give me enough money and I'll do it, man. Like, but that just seems to be Chimaev's thing mm-hmm. where it's like, Right, we know it's a harder fight to fight Costa. We'll put in somebody a wee bit easy and just let him biff them and, yeah. and, and be a superstar. Unless, I don't think they would like to scrap it because it's in Abu Dhabi and try and try and move that fight for like two cards down the line somewhere mm-hmm. in America. So. We've seen Chimaev just go back to back with fight camps as well, yeah, haven't we? Or sure. fights like, what was it, two and two and it was like a week, wasn't Aye. it? Uh, that's when they done the, it was like they done the Wednesday and then done the weekend am I right uh, yeah. is, that, is that what it was yeah, it was jo- a couple of days John then he had Reese. and then so it's potentially could could push it back but um, surely you have to ask Costa and be like, like what do you want to do because uh, it's your fight mm-hmm. it shouldn't matter if I was in hos- if he was in hospital or not it's up to him I'm looking, I'm looking forward to that fight who are you going I fancy what would you, you call him Brot is it what do you call him Brog, Brog, they call him Brog. For Lord of the Rings. This is his nickname's Brog, I'm sure. Is it? B R O G. Is he? Is, is that not like the the the, the orc for Lord of the Rings? A bit, a bit. I'm sure that's his name. I'm going Chimaev, Hamza. Like, I'm going the Brazilian mate. I'm going Costa. To be fair, I watched the Costa fight against Yo Romero, who is obviously a highly decorated wrestler, wrestler, and he struggled. So I'm like, mm, maybe that's. He does tire though, where Chimaev could could put keep the pressure on, I think. Chimaev's like, the only time I've ever seen him look like a normal human being was against Gilbert Burns. Mm-hmm. And he beat Gilbert Burns. Yeah. Um, do you want to see that fight again? Burns and Chimaev? Or do you want to see him go mm-hmm. for the title? I want to see him fight Costa, then maybe up a bit. Who else is there? Well, you've got... Uh, middleweights. It, it would be for the title. It would uh, be it would be either Sean. Edwards or what's his name? No, Strickland. Sean's a champ. Oh, sh- that's, sorry, your, I'm, your, I'm, that's your division. I, I am. I'm the weight class down. Sorry, I was, I was thinking. So I. You did another cut. Uh, it's going to be Strickland or Izzy. Izzy. 
And the same again, he just he'll just grab both of these guys and just Imagine him in DDP or him in Whitaker or something like just something different. This is a good one for you, Paul. Oh, wow. Look, look at the smile in your face, like no, knowing because two former foes, the the record last second in a three round fight finish, mm-hmm. London one of the best nights so, ever. Ankalaev versus Johnny Walker. What is that number two versus number seven? Johnny Walker hits like a train man. That's should never be number seven. What do you think you should be? It should be higher. Aye, I agree. Aye. I totally agree with you in that one. It should be higher. Um, That's a great fight, mate. That is a very good fight. Um, Ankalaev is one of the most well-rounded guys in that division. Good wrestling, good striking, effective Tough. at what he does in that southpaw stance. Does Johnny Walker come out and just try and blammo that leg and keep it at distance? Because I, 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 I follow Johnny Walker on social media and he's doing a lot of boxing, a lot of footwork. Um, and I think that's how I you think need to beat He Ankalaev. needs to start quick. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Hard and heavy. Like That's what he is. He's explosive mm-hmm. for the get-go. So I don't think you can play the pick, pick him apart game with Ankalaive. But I think what I think he needs to do is he needs to keep him at Walker range mm-hmm. rather than Ankalaev range. Because I think if you're in... And I'm not saying Johnny Walker's chin's suspect, but if you're in Ankalaev range, and we've seen him, he put out uh, Kutubala, mm-hmm. Kutulaba. Mm-hmm. Um, so he has got power in his hands. And so you don't want to be fighting at Ankalaev range, you want to be fighting at Walker range, where he's keeping that distance, picking, when not picking and poking as in like looking like a, like a boxer, but hitting shots and moving and not letting Ankalaev get in because if you're standing still in front of Ankalaev one there's a chance he's going to hit you and two he's potentially going to take you down and I'm not saying that Johnny Walker doesn't have jiu-jitsu what I'm saying is Ankalaev's got very good jiu-jitsu so the last thing you want to be in is a situation where Ankalaev's on top grinding you out but then we've not seen a lot of Ankalaev's jiu-jitsu because he's not needed it we've seen it you've heard his his rep sheet Feel like Sambo and stuff like that, and I feel if it goes three rounds, I don't see Johnny Walker winning a three round decision against Ankalaive. Um, what are you putting on the coup? Ankalaive victory decision. Decision. Aye. Um, I think Johnny's path to victory is the first round. Aye. First it, round. It's always got. It's Aye. always that way. He has a title. Can he's like a title contender. He's powerful. He's got all the attributes to be a a, a champion. Aye. Big. Massive for that weight, like standing across from him, and I was like, Jesus, <laughs> he's a big old boy. <laughs> um, but I, I think I'm going to go Ankalaev as well. Um, three rounds, mm-hmm. I, I reckon I'm, I'm pretty much the same. If it goes first round, it's Walker. If it, it goes past the first round, then it's definitely Ankalaev. That's probably one of the, the fights of the night. That mm-hmm. one, mm-hmm. interesting, and uh. And Kalaev's n- never been beat. He's never been beat. Oh, wait, he has. He has been beat by me. Do you still have the bit of canvas for <laughs> Johnny Walker? I do, I. I we'll need to give that away to somebody. I know. Uh, you can't have that. We're, 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 we were talking about that in the way over here. We're going to do a, a, Some giveaways. a giveaway. Um, what is that? What, what have we got, Jamie? The giveaway. We've still got posters upstairs. We've right, still so got we'll just grab, taps. We'll just grab a poster. What's the... What you want? You want like uh, somebody's picks? Whoever gets the oh. aye. Uh, where you go? Five, six in the main card. Whoever. I would get... just say the top three fights. 
Right. If you pick the winner of the top three fights, we'll pick one of these and give you one of the posts yeah, today. Let's do that. Happy with that. Where are they picking in the comments on YouTube? Picking in the comments in YouTube. So, uh, so you've got the, the title fight, the Ankalaev Walker fight, and the. What was the one above that, James? Uh, the, oh, there's a there's a there's a there's a jumper. Ah, uh, here we go. You want the jumper? So the so you pick the winner out the the Hamzat fight, the Islam fight, and the Johnny Walker and Kalaya fight. You pick three winners. You get a signed. You get a signed uh, jumper or a poster. Sergio. Turn it in. Algeo. Aye, Algeo. There you go. It's a. Walkout worn. I walkout worn signed. It is a medium, so you could probably wash it, wash the signature off it. What's the, the what's it? What's the country flag on it? Is it a good one? Uh, America. America. Um. So I pick the three, pick the the winners, and then we'll pick, we'll uh, rattle through them. If the we'll Costa one gets took off, we'll replace it with with whoever Hamza gets gave. Mm -hmm. But. It's going to be a good show, Aye. and we're actually going to get to watch it live because we're going to be at the local show supporting our teammates. Yep. <laughs> no. Against each other. Um, it is. Guys, have you been involved in an accident that is not your fault? Then why not get in touch with G4 Claims? Take all that stress off you. They'll do all the legwork for you, and they'll make sure you get 100% of your claim. We've not got Ross here today to give us a number. So, young Jamie, what's that number to get in contact with him? The number is 01698 767172. Or you can visit them on the website. Do you know the website? Not at faultclaims.com. <laughs> yes, Ross, mate, you've lost your space in the podcast, mate. So, the podcast is now down to Paul and Chris. So, enjoy. Um, but if you have been involved in an accident and it's not your fault, then get involved, uh, get in touch with G4 Claims, and they'll make sure you get 100% of your claim and they'll deal with all the hassle that you don't want to deal with. Beautiful. So, we were up at the we were up at the Camps of Fells today. <laughs> Did you see what I was wrong? Hi. <laughs> I was rocking my tighty whiteies. I had the like the the anaconda tight shorts on for it. Um actually wore them a pair of them in my pro wrestling match as well at the Scottish Comic Con on Saturday night. And they went doing a treat. Did they go to a treat? Uh, did you did you wear a cup? I always wear a cup, bro. So the mistake I make I made was I did not wear a cup. Ah, uh, you seen that. <laughs> or you didn't see it was the issue <laughs> so I um, if you're interested in getting some new fight kit why not check out Anaconda Fightwear um, where they have some sleek rash guards that we both wear did you wear a rash guard for your fight as well for my fight uh, for your um, wrestling fight no, no, no. no. so shorts. they've got rash guards they've got shorts they've got the tight ones that we both wear regularly um, but the main item that that's the biggest seller for them has to be their knee brace um, and if you've if, if you're on social media you will definitely have seen the ads where I'm talking about it um, how it offers a lot of structure and support to your knee um, check out Anaconda Fightwear young Jamie what's that website anacondafightwear.co that's it oh I didn't think you were going to get it click there <laughs> I did not think you were going to get it looks, but, um, looks my guy aye. shout out to Luke as well who received his uh, purple belt a long time grafter on the mats as well so it's good to good to see um, him achieving some small goals as well especially when when he's obviously damaged his knee he's going to take time off Jiu-Jitsu, man, it's a it's a tough it's a tough bag. Um, <laughs> when you've got guys swinging after your knee, if only you do 
had designed that knee brace <laughs> a couple of years. Maybe it'd be a brown belt. <laughs> but uh, aye, congrats on the purple. Uh, and as I said, if you're looking for some new fight kit, check out Anaconda Fightwear. Mm. 